we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help. With funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine. Hosted by me, Danielle Robay. And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Wake your ass up. The Breakfast Club is on. Wake up! The Breakfast Club, Envy, and Charlemagne, the voice of the culture. You think I'm coming here when this shit ain't hot? See, y'all different. Y'all the culture. It's different. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all know what y'all talking about. This is probably becoming the most prominent form for hip hop. Being here next to all of you guys, it's really big. Put it in, pers- put it in perspective. The, the Breakfast Club, bitches. Wake up! Yo 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 Charlemagne the guy Peace to the planet it's Monday Yes, it's Monday. Good morning. Back to the work weekend. We got a special guest co-host with us this morning, Cappuccino. Hey, what's happening, y'all? What's going on? I'm good. How are y'all? How you feeling? I'm pretty good. I'm a little anxious right now, but it's all good. All right. Now you repping uh, Power 99 in Philly yes, from Miami. Yes. Yep. So are you a 
Dolphins fan or Eagles fan? Mm, don't do that to me. Don't do they that to me. played last. I'm just curious. I know, and it was a good game. Um, I'm not a big football person, but because I am from Miami, I gotta rep for the home team. But As I know Philly should. will be mad at me right now. Ooh, okay, I know. Listen, when I did radio in Philly, I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan. Okay, okay. <laughs> Ain't no way in hell I was gonna go in Philly and act like I like them damn Eagles. Okay, I'm a Cowboy fan all day long. I jump on the bandwagon for whatever team is always doing great. But I'm gonna just leave it That's like it. that. I'm gonna leave it like that. I'm gonna leave it like that. Well, my Giants won over the weekend, so I'm excited about that. that. The Giants won over the weekend. <laughs> Salute to the Giants. Drop a bomb for the Giants. My it's, Cowboys didn't lose. No, you had a bye this week. Hey, we didn't lose. They yeah. didn't lose them. Yeah, That's had a all bye that this matters. Week. That's all that matters. And salute to everybody at uh, Howard University. I was at Howard University over the weekend. You know, uh, during homecoming season, I go on an HBCU tour. Mm-hmm. And I like to just document all the HBCUs so people who are not necessarily uh, know about HBCUs get a good vibe. You went to FAMU, Of right? course. You Come on now. And this is our homecoming week. This is your home? Well, yes. Well, so was mine. Uh, well, you know that one right there, that that mm-hmm. Hampton University. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, I ain't got none of my too. family gear on. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, it's so, <laughs> okay, it's okay. Yeah, so well, I was at Howard. So salute to everybody that was at Howard. Had a great time at Howard University. Salute to the students and alumni and staff. Man, I went to Vegas, man. I seen you. <laughs> How you seen me? I seen you next to Doja Cat. Yeah, you see me next to no damn Doja Cat. <laughs> Doja Cat was two seats down. I seen you. I seen the video. Doja Cat was in the section next up. What video? Oh, don't worry about See? it. See? Ooh, ooh. I always got my eye on Bay. Ooh. Man, shut up. Always got my eye on Bay. <laughs> he got, got somebody looking out for you. You went to a nice little date night. Had a nice little date night Friday night to go see the King of R&B. Dropping the clues bombs nice. for Usher. Y'all know Usher the King of R&B. Yeah. It's not even close, right? Of course. It's not even close. I just want y'all to know that. I'm going to give it to him. When you talk about catalog, when you talk about longevity, when you talk about uh, performance, you know, on stage, he got it in the bag. showmanship. Yeah, it, it, it's nobody. Better yeah, nobody can show. tie his shoes. No, okay, not just, at all. Just as long as we clear on that. <laughs> I didn't yeah. see. I didn't see him grab your arm and start singing to you. Did no, you want that gave, though? No, that's not. Okay. What I <laughs> <laughs> Get a little serenade he popping off. Oh no, he definitely. Uh, he definitely serenaded the wife though. He okay. Did, yeah. did you feel some type of way? No, and he gave the wife a dozen roses. I ain't feel a way. You sure? Yeah, I'm positive. Okay. I ain't feel a way. Did you have a pep talk prior to? <laughs> Maybe. Okay, wow. okay, okay. I think he kind of knew that, though. Another he man said, sing to your wife and <laughs> give her roses. part of the show. He's a showman. Let him do his you thing. Said you said you, you, you got on this radio and said if he tried it, you was going to grab his hand and start singing with him. I did grab his hand, but he let it go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I grabbed his, absolutely grabbed his hand. And he let it go immediately. He let it go immediately to grab the roses to give to her. Okay. Uh, the first thing I did was grab his hand. And okay. you didn't try to compete and grab her hand and try to sing to nah, her as he was singing. Nah, okay, nah. let's make it sure. I just said we was a group that night. I don't know what that meant, so I left it alone. <laughs> Usher's a menace. Usher went from my wife mm-hmm. to Doja Cat, mm-hmm. who looked like she was there with her boo, mm-hmm. then went to Jessica Alba, who's clearly a married woman. Mm-hmm. He's just a menace. He don't care. He's just a menace to society. Care. And he needs to be stopped, but we don't want him to because his show is too amazing. <laughs> <It's> too good. <laughs> that's, all, that's all it boils down to. All right. Well, let's and get and show if he cracking. does the Super Bowl, Usher got to bring the, the, the dancers to the Super Bowl. Mm. Yeah, of course. He has to. Yeah. A little skating that's, ring? No, not the skating no. ring. Oh, okay. The girls that's on the, the pole. And all that. Oh, yeah. I don't okay. want to call them strippers. See, I ain't go to the show, so I don't know. Because they, they're a little bit more... I mean, I've seen some good strippers in my life, but mm. they're a tad bit more amazing than just strippers. Really? These are exotic yes. dancers. Oh, man. Oh, man. He got to bring them to the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh. I don't know how we can get past the FCC rules and regulations, but <laughs> everybody got to do it. Nah, that wouldn't be a problem. It's just what they wear. It's what they wear. Yeah, but they I wear. was thinking the same. That's what they wear. I was thinking the same. It's Usher. He'll figure it out. Yeah, he'll figure it out. All right, let's get the show cracking. Front page news is coming up. Teslin Figaro will be joining us, so don't go anywhere. It's the Breakfast Club on BET. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Good morning, Tez. 
Good morning, DJ Envy. Good morning, Cappuccino. Good morning. And good morning, Charlemagne the God. Peace to the hood whisperer, Teslin Figaro. Now, let's jump right into sports. Now, uh, over the weekend, NFL Falcons beat the Buccaneers. Browns beat the Colts. The Bears beat the Raiders. My New York Giants beat them. Commanders. Ravens beat the Lions. Seahawks beat the Cardinals. Patriots beat the Bills. Steelers beat the Rams. The Chiefs beat the Chargers. The Eagles beat the Dolphins. And the Broncos beat the Packers. Tonight, the 49ers take on the Vikings at 8-15. Now, where we starting with, Tez? Yeah, let's start with Representative Jim Jordan. So we've been covering the Speaker of the House, how we do not have a Speaker of the House. The Republicans are in control, uh, majority control, and they have ousted the Speaker of the House. So I wanted to give you a quick up update on that. Jim Jordan, I think I reported last week that he said he was going to stay in no matter what, but he did drop out on Friday after uh, he lost a vote of confidence. He had a closed-door meeting with the Republicans uh, just moments after the Donald Trump-backed candidate was defeated on the House floor for a third consecutive uh, time. The entire Colonel secret ballot was 86 Republicans for Jordan, 112 against him, saying, hey, we need you to kind of fall back. We want somebody else. So he was quite embarrassed by that. Um, this is what the former uh, speaker, Kevin McCarthy, had to say. And then when we come back, I want to give you some other information. Well, it's embarrassing. And you, you've got to understand why we are here. Eight Republicans led by Gates have created this chaos by joining every single Democrat in voting to shut down one branch of government. Look. I would do the exact same thing again. Could you imagine if we were having this discussion right now with the American government shut down, with our troops in the Middle East, wondering what, when they'll ever get paid again? Keeping the government open was the right decision to make, and I'd make it again each and every day. Says you got to tell me something. Mm -hmm. First of all, yeah. what, what happens when there is no Speaker of the House? Right. Why is yeah, that's why it's such a big deal? Yeah. That's a great question. Uh, well, this is the first time, just for clarity, this has ever happened in the 234th history uh, of actually having Congress. They've never, ever put a Speaker of the House out. Right now, they have a temporary person, a Republican, uh, Patrick McHenry. He's, he's filling in temporarily, but there's no presidents. There's nothing to show, you know, like, what do we do if this actually happens? How do we move? Uh, so Representative Graves, among many others, also said the House of Representatives is basically frozen. Uh, they cannot advance legislation and get and refer any bills to the committee. So basically, we're, they're just sitting there. It's just like, you know, like a just sitting, you know, nothing really happening. Um, and it's a mess. You know, so, bottom line, it's a mess. And now you have billions of dollars that obviously, you know, they're talking about sending and have sent to Ukraine. Mm -hmm. uh, billions of dollars they're talking about, you know, sending uh, in addition to what's going on in Israel. Uh, obviously, we're in the middle of a... Uh, uh, a pause on uh, the government shutdown and everyday things that need to happen here and Republicans can't get it together. They're blaming Democrats. I'm sure you saw that, Charlemagne. Uh, so it's just a big mess. I want to play quickly what Liz Cheney had to say and then I want to get your feedback on that. Look, I think what you're seeing right now and among the Republicans in the House is a direct result of the decisions that Kevin McCarthy made to uh, embrace uh, Donald Trump, to embrace the most radical and extreme members of our party, to elevate them. Um, so it's not a surprise that we are where we are, but but it's a disgrace and it's an embarrassment. Yeah. Can nobody else speak for the House except for the interim speaker? What's wrong with everybody well, else's mouth? What, what you said? Can anybody speak? Except the, oh, yeah. Can well, anybody just, else speak I'm, for the house except for the interim speaker? Well, I guess they're basically saying everybody's saying it's just a hot mess. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it's just a mess. It no, seems nobody. Like a hot mess. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, it's just a hot mess, and they're blaming Democrats. And again, you know, I, I go pretty hard on Democrats, but I I appreciate Democrats saying they pulled a you on you with the Republicans. It wasn't up to them to mm-hmm. save the Republicans. You know, Republicans set up here and allowed these eight uh, eight Republicans to basically pimp them. You know, and and put McCarthy out, and they didn't have a backup plan, Charlemagne. So it's just sitting there. Republicans have to figure out who they want to be their leader. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not about Democrats saving them because they certainly wouldn't be saving Democrats, and uh, they need to figure it out how they're going to move forward but it's embarrassing and it's really embarrassing to the world because here they're trying to you know intervene in foreign policy and can't even figure out you know what's going on in our own house representatives mm. all right well that is front page news we'll see you in a couple minutes Tess. Uh-huh. Everybody else, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open again. 800-585-1051. Let us know how your weekend was. Good or bad, talk to us. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's a new day. This is your time to get it off your chest. Wake, wake up. Whether you're mad or blessed. It's time to get up and get something. Call up now. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? This is Jay. Jay, what up? Where you calling from, brother? What's up, man? I'm calling from Biloxi, Mississippi. Jay, what's up, King? Get it off your chest, brother. What's up, man? I'm just calling because I drive trucks for a living, and I'm so damn tired of traffic, bro. Traffic is just disrespectful. Where you live at? Uh, Biloxi, Mississippi. There's a lot of traffic in Mississippi? So I run the... No, I run the quarter, the I-10 quarter over to uh, New Orleans and uh, Houston as well. Oh, see, yeah, yeah. You're going to major cities. New Orleans and Houston ain't no jokes. I get it. Just be patient, man, and don't drive that truck like you're driving a car. I can't stand when people drive Mac trucks like they're driving a little electric car or something, a little Hyundai. <laughs> Remember, you got a truck, I tried not. I try to drive for myself as, uh, for others as well as myself. That's right. Okay. Well, Jay, do me a favor. What's that? Blow that horn, Jay. Come on. Oh, man. I can't do it. I'm in a residential area right now. I can't do Come it. Come on, Jay. Wake Just don't give get that man in trouble. Don't you blow that horn, Jay. No. Don't wake the people up out this week, Jay. Don't you do that. Come on, Jay. No, Jay. Jay. Jay, think about the people. Think about the people, Jay. That's sleeping right now. Uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't want anybody to do it to me, so I can't do it. That's right. I respect I that, Jay. Do the right thing even when nobody looking. I respect that. All right, Jay. <laughs> make, I was going to say make the horn noise with your mouth. All right, Jay. Goodbye. Damn, <laughs> with your All right. mouth. Wow. Pause. That's crazy. I didn't say that. Envy told asked the man to <laughs> with his mouth, yo. I didn't say that. This Monday, man. I didn't Show say some respect that. to people. Hey, yo. What's up, Melo? What's up, Envy? First off. Congratulations to you Because on Friday You were sounding like Doc Rivers Now you sound like yourself again bro You know what I had a little cold man I couldn't, I couldn't shake it But I'm good now It's all good But listen I I need to bring Charlemagne And you to the front Of the congregation Because never did y'all Call Usher the king of R&B Like Chris Brown Don't exist like, are you kidding me? No disrespect to Chris Brown. We, listen, we we salute Chris Brown, but uh, Chris Brown would even tell you uh, otherwise, brother. <laughs> yeah, because he got to say that. You feel me? You were supposed to train until your idols become your rivals, and I'm sorry he done surpassed him. Like, respect that, that, That's just not if, true. If Breezy won't say it, I will. Chris Brown, Chris Brown is the king of R&B. Like, respect so does Chris Brown. So does, does, does Chris Brown have an album as good as 8701? Does he have an album as good as Confessions? Mm. Yeah, I'm mm, all right. Confession that was <laughs> okay, Melo. Respectfully, but respectfully, anything after that, nah, Breezy got him. That's not just like, not true. For real, he he may have vocal talent over him, but Breezy got basically everything else. That's the only thing I could give him, Melo. I just disagree, Melo. Yes, sir. 
I'm not arguing with you this morning. I'm not arguing with him about I'm not arguing with you this morning, Melo. And it's not a disrespect to Chris Brown. Chris Brown is great. Chris Brown is busy. We got to stop acting like Usher's just not on a whole other level than a lot of people, man. Hello, who's this? Good morning. This is Samantha. Hey, Samantha. Good morning. Get it off your chest. Uh, good morning to the room, and I just wanted to ask, uh, DJ Envy, are you going to be visiting Spelman and Morehouse as they kicked off their homecoming week this week? I would love to, but there's just a school that got like a bigger homecoming this week, and I'm sorry. Oof. Okay. Okay. Can I also give a shout out to my daughter, who's a Spelmanite? Um, Sierra, she's a junior at Spelman. I was just joking. It's Hampton University's <laughs> homecoming. That's my school's homecoming, so that's why I'm, I'm visiting Hampton this week. But uh, yeah, salute to all the women at Spelman and all the brothers at Morehouse. Salute to them. Thank you very much. Can I just ask you guys to take a look at Jaguars Lacrosse, Jaguars LAX's um, Instagram page. My daughter was a part of starting the program, and uh, they could use any support that they can receive. How does she like Spelman? She loves Spelman. That was that was my daughter's choice between Spelman and where she goes now, and, and it was close. But she she went to the, to to NYU, but she loves Spelman too. She just loved the campus, the atmosphere, the way those uh the girls stuck together, and the dorms were a little shaky, but she she loved it regardless. <laughs> the, the dorms are definitely a little shaky. The uh, suites are definitely better. That's where she is now. Okay. But um the sisterhood is amazing. And I Absolutely. About it. All right. Well, salute to you and salute to your daughter, Mama. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Are you going there? Are you a parent that's going to homecoming and going to embarrass your daughter or no? Absolutely not. She wants me to come. She's been begging me to come. So I'm going to go out there and go to the football game. Oh, that's good. All right. But that's what it is. Enjoy, mama. Thank you. Have a great day. Now, Cappuccino's our co-host. She went to FAMU. FAMU. Yes. I think FAMU might have one of the biggest homecomings. Like, I, last year wait, I went wait, to wait, FAMU. What do you mean one of the biggest? Oh, talk that what, talk. What is one of the biggest? How it was crazy this week. Uh, How it was crazy. So, wait. So, you went to Hampton. I, I got to get from you. What is the real H-U? Mm. It's always Hampton. Okay, okay. Hampton. <laughs> but as far as homecoming is concerned, when, like, going to all these homecomings, I think FAMU is probably... One of the biggest. Stop saying one of. Don't say that. It, the it's biggest the, is the South biggest. Carolina State University. Is it though? No, it's not. It's I don't, not even I don't, close. Yeah, I don't, I've never heard goes. that in the lineup. <laughs> <laughs> <at all. laughs> nah, 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 I just see all. y'all repping, so I'm repping. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's not even repping. He paid for his. First of all, my mama's alma mater, and they gave me an honorary degree. I am a doctor. Honorary doctor from South Carolina State University. I ain't mad at it. I ain't got an honorary nothing, so. <laughs> I gotta give it to him. <laughs> I have a scholarship fund, uh, the Ford, the Ford Family Endowment Scholarship at South Carolina State University. Okay. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, get it off your chest, and shout to all the HBCUs. Yes. I appreciate and love them all. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. You know a spot, but not just a spot. The spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. 
So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of Black and Brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbroke, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. What up? I am Dramos, host of the Life as a Gringo podcast. Now, this is a show for the Nosabo kids, the, the 200 percenters. Here we celebrate your otherness and embrace living in the gray area. If you ever felt like you were always too much this while also never being enough that, this is the podcast for you. Every Tuesday, I'll be bringing you conversations around personal growth issues affecting the Latin community, and much more via my own personal stories, along with interviews with inspiring thought leaders from our community. Then, every Thursday, I'll be tackling trending stories and current events from our community that you need to know. So much of what makes our community so beautiful is our diversity, yet too often those of us who don't fit into this dumb, stereotypical box of whatever it means to be Latino are left without a voice or just forgotten about. On this show, I celebrate the uniqueness of our culture and invite you to walk in your authenticity. Listen to Life as a Gringo as a part of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is your time to get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? What up, Vic? Yo, what's up? This is your boy Dingo. What's Dingo, up, family? What's up? Get it off your chest, Dingo. Man, look, I just had a crazy weekend, man, and I just want to say that I am over the dating scene right now. I flew this girl out this past weekend. And it was whack. I ain't gonna lie, it was whack. Shout out to Kendra G. Um, I was on her single show a couple weeks back, and you know, what I'm saying, put up my little my little spiel. Had some shorties hit me up. It was cool. On one that, you know, I decided to fly her out. We was having some good conversation because she was from Atlanta, right? So I got her out. We was chilling. We was talking. I, I paid for everything, right? Took care of her. Took care of the arrangements. Took care of the hotel. Took care of everything we did. But she wasn't really giving me the vibes that it was trying to be romantic. It seemed like she was just looking for a trick. Tyler, she just right. met you the first time. Right. You trying think, to smash already, Tyler? Look, 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 look
uh, for like a good two weeks or so prior to her coming out, right? And we could have established this, like, hey, like, you know, you don't, you don't want to do nothing like that. That's cool. You just got to let me know before I spend all this money and make all this arrangements for all that. Mm-hmm. You feel me? I feel like that's fair. Because you coming out, you flying out, and I'm taking care of everything, and I told you that, right? And you get here, and you're like, oh, I ain't, I ain't trying to be on that, which is cool. I get that. That's fine. But tell me up front. You're not that trying way, to be I don't on what? What, are you not, what she not trying to be on? She not, okay, look, look. She wasn't being romantic. She wasn't trying to, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, trying to fill up on me, just trying to show signs of affection. You feel me? Kissing on me and stuff like that. She's real. Just first look, encounter. Look, look. Look, it ain't the first encounter. It's just a, it, yeah, first time meeting each other. But right. we've been talking, we've been oh establishing each other. Yeah, that don't I mean that's different. You sound wild, Todd. You got to meet. You, 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 you telling me that's wild? Yeah, yes, when, yes. When, you, when you meet a person wow. in person, you know you got to feel different. energy. The energy mm-hmm. might not have been right for her. Okay. You know what I mean? Like the phone calls and the whatever y'all was doing might have been different than actually meeting mm-hmm. each other. You gotta so, give it some time. Sound like you wanted a prostitute. You wanted to pay for somebody to get some sex. She wanted to meet you. She wanted to vibe. And it's, you probably seem thirsty, and she probably felt you out. And why I don't think I seem thirsty, bro. <laughs> you're right, you're right, you're right. From the girl's perspective, yes, that is a free trip. And I wasn't trying to be thirsty. I was very respectful. But you but sound thirsty I now. You, sound thirsty. <laughs> you sound thirsty now because you letting us I, know your Because I had time to process. I had time to process and think about everything that happened. Looking at my bank account, I'm like, God damn. How much you spent this weekend? Man, I spent over a G. Mm, you should have set limits, man. That's a lot. Yeah, you yeah, should have set. Well, well, okay, wait, wait. From the lady, from the lady in the house. Yes. How you doing? What was it? Co- cappuccino. What, 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 cappuccino, sir. Cappuccino. Yeah. Okay, cappuccino. I'm sorry. Cappuccino. That, that's fire. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> so, if you was to get thrown out by a dude, right? Mm-hmm. Are you not like? Are you expecting to? Are you at least thinking about potentially doing something with this guy? If we have a good conversation over the phone for the yes. for the past two weeks, as you said, maybe and maybe yes. not, because once I get in front of you, you may be a whole different person from what I get over the phone. She's saying you might not look I that did. the way you think you look. Yeah. You I may did, you though. may act I a little did. different when we when we you know face to face. Okay. Okay. So I'm so you're saying that I may be overreacting? Y- yeah, it may be you. Yeah, Tyler, because I ain't like you, you fly me out. I ain't giving you nothing. Yeah, I appreciate the really? fact you got to work for this temple. Free food, look. Oh we- my god. <laughs> so okay, so okay. To my defense, I wouldn't be wrong for not hitting her back up, right? Mm, no. Well, you'd be okay. letting her know that you only wanted one thing, so her instincts were correct. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Yep. Come All on, right. Tyler. <laughs> Why you Jesus call her Christ. Tyler? That's his name, that's Tyler. His name. Oh, that name was Dingo. Oh, wait. That's Dingo. Oh, shoot. No, no that's by his real name, man. No, that's what it says on his. It's Tyler. Oh, that's Dingo. <laughs> no, his name is Tyler today. No, it's not. It's Get it off your for. chest. 800-585-1051. Now, Cappuccino, we got rumors on the way. Give us a little tease we what we're sure talking do. about. Your man, Brian McKnight, he's about to start some issues with the family again because he's being called out for uh, changing his last name to his newborn son, Nate, despite having McKnight Jr. already. Oh, boy, you confused me, but we'll get into it next. (laughs) It seems like a lot. All right, we'll get to it next. It's The Breakfast Club on BET. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got Cappuccino here. She's our special guest host. Let's get to the rumors. All right. Come in. Come in. Come in. Wake up. Wake up and smell the coffee. What's up, Cappuccino? How you doing? All you got to do is tune in. This is the Rumor Report. Cappuccino. Hey, what's happening, y'all? On The Breakfast Club. I got you. I'm here today. I got y'all. In the morning. In the morning. All you got to do is just listen. So, Brian McKnight has changed his last name, or actually his name, to match his newborn son's name. 
And uh, I know you're wondering, well, what is that name? So now he is calling himself Brian, and I hope I'm saying his name right, mm-hmm. Kanoa Makoa McKnight Sr. Now, it was causing some issues because, of course, he has a Brian McKnight Jr. already. He has older kids. Right. Um, and, you know, it's kind of like, is it that favoritism type of situation going on with Brian McKnight showing so much love to this newborn baby? Um, you know, he said, I'm not ashamed of the name. My ancestors had. I'll never change the name my own son has. Now we're witnessing an obscene level of self-hate that has reached mental illness status at this point. I don't know why I got so confused just now. I know. He what? changed his middle name, I guess, to, to match his the son. son's what name. Brian so McKnight name before the change. Brian, Brian McKnight. Just Brian, Brian McKnight. McKnight. Yeah. Senior. So he added a middle name to it. Uh, to two himself. parts. Uh, the, the Kanoa Makoa. Kanoa Makoa. What mm-hmm. that mean, though? That's his son's name. I know, but what it means? I, I want to know, know what Kanoa oh, Makoa means. I know his. I think his wife is Asian or Hawaiian descent, something uh, like that. Okay. So, but you know, it's the fact that he has older kids, and it was already an issue anyway with the older kids. But then you you just change a name, like so. How do you honor your son who is actually a junior now? Well, he's still Brian McKnight Junior. No, no, he's Brian legally. O- o- what's his name? Legally changed. Nobody care about middle names <laughs> unless you care about middle names. You know what I'm saying? Like he, he, when he with his one son, he's Brian Akoma Okoa Junior. What is it? That's not it. Brian Canoe. Kanoa Makoa. Kanoa Makoa. Okay, so when he with that son, he's that senior. Okay. And when he's with the other son, he's just Brian McKnight Jr. But what do you call both both sons? Because they're technically both juniors and they're both, I mean. They're both Brian Jr. No, they're not Brian. I thought the other son is Kanoa Makoa. His first name is Brian. I know it's so confused. The newborn is not named Brian. The new no, it's, it's, it's Brian. Brian. Yeah. Manoa oh, so they're all Brian. They're like, they're all, exactly. Yeah, man. They're, they're like George Brian Foreman. They name everybody George. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's just a middle name. they still Brian McKnight Jr., man. But wouldn't you get not be confused if, you know, you're around the house and you call him one Jr. or one Brian? Huh? <laughs> exactly. That's how I feel <laughs> with that whole thing. <laughs> what happened, man? The birds in the trap sing Brian McKnight. That's all I know. Man. Okay. Mm. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, you got Monique. She's back in the news, y'all. And she's explaining why she's calling her husband Daddy. She recently appeared on a podcast and uh, she says anyone who has been a fan of Monique knows that, you know, she's always calls her husband daddy. Some of y'all know that already. Mm-hmm. Um, her real husband's name or her husband's real name is Sydney Hicks. They've been married for about 17 years. Here's what she had to say as to why she calls him daddy. A lot of black women would say, why do you call him daddy? Because he's raising me. My father probably stopped giving me what I needed when I was around 13 years old. So now you got a woman that's 13 and now I'm 35. And now I got a bunch of money. Now I'm taking care of everybody. Who going to check me, boo? Who going to make me grow up? He said, when we were best friends and you were married to other men, you were not my responsibility. You were my sister, but not my responsibility. As my wife, you are my responsibility. And there are certain things that will not be tolerated, will not be accepted. My husband has never raised his voice to me. Now, we've been married for 17 years, but best friends since we were 14. And I ain't never seen him have a bad day. Mm. I, I don't I don't like the term. I know y'all men may like the term daddy, you know, especially in certain moments. I just can't call my husband daddy. I got a daddy. Yeah, I don't I don't want my wife to call me daddy. No, no, I, no I'm not knocking Monique. And what right. She does I'm not knocking that. It's just nah, it's but your, your wife has a daddy, right? Her, yes, exactly. So, yeah, my, yeah. My wife has. I, I a would daddy. never disrespect my, wife. my uh, wife's father by having my wife call me daddy. <laughs> right. And I got kids that call right. me daddy. That's, that's me daddy, just strange. Yeah. It's weird. You know it what is. I mean? Now that's what I, say. I know. Sometimes you know when you're in sexual moments, you know women do may call their men daddy. But I just 
I just came. My, my husband told me to call him that one day, and I looked at him. I was like, "Nah, we're oh, not doing that. We're not doing that? that." Yeah, he did, and I was like, "We're not doing that." Was he serious? Or he... he was serious. Okay. Was, it, was it in the moment? It was in the moment. And you, I, you just that, killed that, the moment. It, it, exactly. I, my face went straight. I was like, "No." Damn. <laughs> but but, but uh, you don't have to have that title, daddy, to have those same qualities that she's looking for, mm-hmm. right? Like a husband's job is to lead and protect and so provide wife's job. both physically and spiritually, right? 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 So but a wife's job is to lead as well. Absolutely. So I'm saying mm-hmm. that role is there. I don't, you, have to, I don't, you don't have to be a daddy to do that. No, you don't. That's why I, I, I take it a little different from how she says it. I'm like, okay, your dad wasn't in, in your life, so right. you see your husband. I, no, no. Because your dad and your husband are literally two different roles. Mm-hmm. Correct. Big roles. And I, 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 that always sat weird with me when, when I hear people calling their husband's daddy. No, that's just it. me, though. Mm-hmm. Whatever floats your boat. Now. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So... That's with that. <laughs> so your man Jay-Z says he doesn't like watching old videos of himself. Uh, he was saying how when it comes down to looking at old videos, he looks back and he's like, you know, I was guarded. He says that uh, Hype, as in Hype Williams, definitely had a vision for what he wanted to see in videos. He says, but I don't think uh, I was coachable for, as far as performance at that time. I don't know if anyone could coach me because I was so guarded. I think about the early videos that I have and I listen to myself talking and it's kind of hard for me to watch. You know, you had people like DMX and uh, uh, Nas who became actors and he says because of he was because of him being guarded he didn't want to come off I guess not cool mm-hmm. when it comes out, came down to acting what do y'all think about that I think I seen Jay-Z didn't Jay-Z act in something before that I thought was pretty good in one of those movies <laughs> he was never good in acting come on <laughs> wasn't one of the movies it, it was in all of the uh, like the paper soldiers it was one of them he was, paper, he was in paper soldiers he was in death of a dynasty definitely remember paper soldiers he called to hit on the dude and he was doing pig latin he was mm. like it's nay on the it's nay or something like that I, I mean it's not like he was really acting though. Right. he was being Jay-Z he was being Jay-Z he was being the, or the version of Jay-Z that we knew then like the too cool for school and that's what it was he was saying you know, yeah. he wouldn't be seen as being cool had he done some acting back then but I'm like you know when Nas and, and, and DMX started they weren't that great of actors either X was good X was good was he though yes X was good in Belly it, Nas I was, was gonna say certain cool. movies Belly no, X was great in Belly yeah, yes X was see, good. Not, see I love Belly so it's hard like, like Belly was I, great to me you I know thought Nas I mean? was good in Belly Nas too, was but, okay but X was great in Belly but it, the, my line my favorite line from Nas A.O.T. I got shot going to Africa oh no yeah, well, that, that was that it was, that was, that was it the other one when you walked in the house yo T I got shot. <laughs> you got shot. Where? I got that shot. was great acting for Nas. Okay. <laughs> he had no. He had no emotion about being shot whatsoever. <laughs> Salute to Nas. I saw Nas this weekend, man. They did. I actually started to stay in Vegas on Saturday just to see Nas and Wu Tang. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Shout out to Nas. But I did. Mm. I wanted to though. Salute mm. to Nas and uh. And I saw Rizzo too this weekend, actually. Now, speaking of yeah. Vegas, Charlamagne Nas was came out. out at the Usher show. Yeah, he came out in the Usher mm-hmm. show. I seen uh, Charlamagne and his wife went out to see Usher over the weekend. It was a date night. Yeah. Date okay. night. Uh, and, um, you know, we, we talked about talked about it up here. Where if he ever went, Usher would, you know, serenade his wife. <laughs> and Charlamagne said that he would join. It would be like a threesome mm, on stage. Okay, on stage. Yeah. It wasn't on stage because he comes into the crowd. Mm. He, he's a terrorist. Mm. Terrorists come to you. <laughs> but we, we they have, don't bring you on stage. He comes to you. We have audio. Oh, oh. Must I remind you? Don't leave your girl around me. Mm. Charlamagne. Oh. <laughs> Not him calling you out, though. Somebody say that you... Whoa. Mm. Mm. Yeah, we look like you. We look like you. Terrorist, man. Mm. Not only did I should sing to, to my wife, he gave my wife a dozen roses. Wow. Yeah. Rumor and, has it that you flew back home alone. 
That's not true. No. Wait, no, that's he, why he didn't go to see Wu Tang and Oz because he was hurt. He was heartbroken. That's what happened. My, my wife took the roses and passed them right off to, uh, the, to, to Dolly, our, our good sister Dolly. Passed mm. them right off. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you how much of a terrorist uh, uh, she is. He went from my wife. Mm hmm. To Doja Cat, mm -hmm. who was clearly there with a guy. I don't know if that was her dude, but he didn't care. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Then Jessica Alba was sitting behind me. He went to Jessica Alba, started singing to her. She's married. Then he had the nerve to look at J-Lo and say, I don't want no smoke with Ben Affleck. Well, what you want smoke with me for? <laughs> okay. He thinks he's soft. What you want smoke he with me for? Well, I, I just want a visual. Like, what was your face when he came over to you and your wife? What was your face oh, like? Oh, we got, we got footage. I'll oh, show it to you. Oh. I'll show it to you. <laughs> Oh, we got that too? I just found it. I, I found it amusing. I was amused. He was calling Usher back. Come back over here. He tried to grab Usher's hand. He tried to grab his hand. See how soft it was. They were all trying to do a handshake. He tried to grab the pinky. I tried to grab Usher's hand. He let it go fast. Did you try to interlock the fingers? No, I just tried to hold on to his hand, then he let it go. Because you know he had to do the little R&B thing when he throw his hand up. Somebody said your girlfriend looking for me. Or whatever the hell it was. You know what I mean? But salute to Usher. King of R&B. It's not even close. You're a little upset. You okay? No, man. It's part of Usher's show. I love it. King of R&B. All right, when we come back, we got front page news. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest co-host with us this morning, Cappuccino. Good morning. From Power 99 out in Philly. Let's get in some front page news. What up, Tiz? What's going on, DJ Envy? Good morning, Cappuccino and Charlemagne the God. Peace, Tiz. Let's jump right into some quick sports. The Falcons beat the Buccaneers. Browns beat the Colts. Bears beat the Raiders. My Giants beat the Commanders. Ravens beat the Lions. Seahawks beat the Cardinals. Patriots beat the Bills. The Steelers beat the Rams. Chiefs beat the Chargers. Eagles beat the Dolphins. Broncos beat the Packers. And tonight, the 49ers take on the Vikings at 8.15 in Minnesota. And the Cowboys didn't lose this weekend. Just want y'all to know that. No, you had a bye week and so did the Jets. All right, well, let's jump right into it now. Uh, people are saying more black Americans are considering adopting. Yes, uh, I thought this was a good uh, article that I ran across. You know, you talked to guys, you talked a lot on this radio about parenting and, uh, you know, who has uh, the ability to still parent. And we don't talk enough about adoption. You know, there's more than one path to uh, being a parent and adoption is one. And this study came out, it was on Black Enterprise, uh, that we talked about a new research conducted by Kids Save International and Gallup showed that black Americans have a desire to be foster parents, but have been reluctant to uh, going through the process due to racial discrimination in the foster care system. Now, the research shows that one in three black Americans have a thought, have thought a lot about it and have also, also thought about foster, fostering, which is 10% higher than the average racial groups. 25% of black adults have even seriously considered adoption or getting involved in some type of program to work with foster kids. Now, black minors only account for 14% of the U.S. population, but 22% are in foster care and they're least likely to be adopted when compared to white children. And the new research has exposed a severe Severe need for black care providers. Uh, they have said that black Americans express a greater distrust in the foster care system than adults than from other races, and they face concerns regarding age, stage of life, and finances. So if you are looking uh, to adopt, they also say that the statistics show uh, that when black parents adopt black children or foster them, it positively impacts the child's life, uh, and they suggest more organizations get involved to recruit more parents. I, growing up, I knew quite a few kids that were adopted. Like, we never knew until someone said something about it, but I, I, I got cousins who were adopted, and, you know, they just family. Like, you know, it's not, it's not about what, what bloodline you come from, it's just about who raised you. Like, I never even 
Even when we found out they were adopted, it's like, okay. Yeah. We, mm-hmm. we all came up together. It was, you know, wasn't a thing. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's like once you're in the family, your last name has changed. You're, you're ours right. now. You're ours. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, it's something, I, you know, we've talked a lot about, uh, especially women. You know, we've had those conversations here. You know, Ebony K. Wiz, I've talked to her about this when she's talked about, you know, freezing eggs and, you know, the path to parenthood. And I just wanted folks to know, you know, there's a lot of black kids out there that are looking, you know, for good homes. Mm-hmm. And so let's try, you know, if you want to consider being a parent, Consider that as well. I know people want natural birth. I had my child natural birth as well, so I don't. I don't want to minimize that. But uh, there's a lot of good kids out there that certainly could use great parents. All right. Would well, you adopt, Charlemagne, Envy? Y'all got enough kids. But <laughs> yeah, I ain't got no reason to adopt. I got four now. Adopt four, adopt four. <laughs> like no disrespect to the, no disrespect to the young orphans out there, but I'm good. I got, I got a house full now. Yeah, if we close, but if, if, yeah, I'm closed now too. I got six, but if if me and my wife couldn't have kids for whatever reason, we would adopt. I think we would adopt. Absolutely, mm-hmm. positively. I think I want to do it. I mm-hmm. think I definitely want to do it. And I don't know if it's because I'm going through because my, you know, my daughter's 16. I'm going through the, you know, the the phase where you your little one is becoming older. But I, I definitely, I, if, at the very least, I would do foster. And again, you know, we talked a lot about with freezing eggs and how that's an option only for people that have a lot of money. And again, fostering actually pays you. You know, so these these are options. You know that people can have that won't cost them a lot of money. And I just hope folks kind of look into it as something as a second secondary option. I know fostering pay you. Yeah, they pay yeah. you to be a foster Take parent. Care, yeah. Wow. Take care of some of your bills and yeah. all that. Okay. Yeah. Because unfortunately, unfortunately, some people have abused that. Right. That mm-hmm. uh, you know, we want to put that out there too. Some people have abused that, and you know, have multiple foster kids, mm-hmm. and they Just do it for the check. Yeah, I was about to say the same thing. Unfortunately, some people misuse it, and the thing is, with the foster, you're not the child is not guaranteed to stay at that house. Mm-hmm. With adoption, that child is technically yours. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. all right. Well, let's talk about the talks between the studios for our actors. Yeah, we covered this last week. Just wanted to give another update that tomorrow uh, they will restart uh, negotiations again with the actors. Uh, negotiations between the media companies and the union representing the striking U.S. actors will start. Uh, the two sides said in a joint statement Saturday. Uh, talks broke down last week as one side clashed over the streaming revenue, which they should, you know, be talking about how to get that streaming revenue and the use of AI. Uh, the strike has disrupted film and television production, leaving thousands of crew members without work as well as actors. I covered that story on last week. Now how actors are going back into the restaurant industry. So the members of SAG, which represent 160,000 actors and other media professionals, have been on strike since July, and they're looking to cut a deal. So shout out to them. And can I just give a shout out to our brother Dion uh, Dion Taylor? Um, who's been out there with, you know, he's obviously, you know, film director, film producer, distributes his own uh, movies through Hidden Empire. And he's one of the few uh, that I have seen who's actually coming from the director side of things and the production side of things have actually been out there with those workers. And I know, you know, that that's a big risk for him, you know, to, to do that. Um, so shout out to him as well. To my guy, Dion. Shout out to Dion. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, that is your front page news. Thank you, Tiz. Absolutely. And make sure you subscribe to Teslin Figaro's podcast, the Straight Shot No Chaser podcast on the Black Effect iHeartRadio podcast network, and follow at Teslin Figaro on all social media platforms. Thanks, Tess. All right, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Now, during Get It Off Your Chest, Dingo, who always calls, uh, his name is Tyler, uh, he said he was listening to Kendra G's show. He, he met a young lady on Kendra G's show and flew her out, and this is what happened. I flew this girl out this past weekend. It was whack. I ain't gonna lie. It was whack. So I got her out. We was chilling. We was talking. I, I paid for everything, right? Took care of her. Took care of the arrangements. Took care of the hotel. Took care of everything we did. But she wasn't really giving me the vibes that 
it was trying to be romantic. It seemed like she was just looking for a trick. We talked uh, for like a good two weeks or so prior to her coming out, right? And we could have established this, like, hey, you know, you don't you don't want to do nothing like that. That's cool. You just got to let me know before I spend all this money and make all this arrangements and all that. You feel me? I feel like that's fair because you coming out, you flying out, and I'm taking care of everything, and I told you that. You get here, and you're like, oh, I ain't, I ain't trying to be on that, which is cool. I get that. That's fine. But tell me up front. All right, so let's open up the phone lines. You know what we never ask when we have these conversations about the flying out thing? What's that? We never ask what happens when a woman gets there that turns these women off. Because mm. clearly, you know, the woman wanted to be there because she got on a flight. Correct. And mm -hmm. she came out. But what happens when you get there that turns the young lady off? Well, we never have those conversations. Well, maybe the intention was never to hook up with him, but the intention was to take a trip somewhere nice and, mm -hmm. and, and leave her situation. But, but Dingo and, said that they had an understanding before she even got on the plane. That's what he said. He well, said because they had been talking. Her, yeah, let him know. That's but he right. might have he might have thought his understanding, but that might not have been her understanding. It can't be if they said he can't said they came to it together. But at the same time, when you get somewhere, you may change your mind, and that's, that's fine. Yeah. So I wonder what causes the woman to change her mind. Okay, because okay. you because you took you took the risk of getting on the plane, yeah. flying all the way to the way that person was. So when you get there, what makes you change your all mind? All right, eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. She could have got catfish. Maybe she thought she seen something different in the if picture. You're getting catfish in two thousand twenty three. You deserve to get catfish. <laughs> There's no way to get catfish in 2023. Facts. It's FaceTime, mm -hmm. it's Zoom, mm -hmm. it's all the social media platforms. You can't get got in 2023. Maybe his breath was a little tart. That, that's, okay. that's true. A lot of niggas need root canals. Damn it, man. Maybe, right. maybe it was a little lame, true. you know, in person. So, that's you know. true, true. All right, well, let's let's talk about it. 800-585-1051. Let's discuss, ladies. What makes you not want to give a man some after he flew you out and y'all already had Allegedly, the conversation. Let's hey, talk I about it. We ain't, I ain't say give him some now. <laughs> I just said, God just said, you know, what turns a woman off? I ain't about giving him some. He made it seem like he was going to get some. Well, he he did make the, it sound like he that, did, though. but I ain't, we ain't got to go to that extreme. <laughs> he, that's what he said. He said he, was, he said he was going to get some. He said the vibes was there, and he got no cheeks. <laughs> okay. Lord have mercy. All right, let's discuss this. The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then, trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. 
To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. What up? I am Dramos, host of the Life as a Gringo podcast. Now, this is a show for the Nosabo kids, the, the 200 percenters. Here we celebrate your otherness and embrace living in the gray area. If you ever felt like you were always too much this while also never being enough that, this is the podcast for you. Every Tuesday, I'll be bringing you conversations around personal growth, issues affecting the Latin community, and much more via my own personal stories, along with interviews with inspiring thought leaders from our community. Then, every Thursday, I'll be tackling trending stories and current events from our community that you need to know. So much of what makes our community so beautiful is our diversity, yet too often those of us who don't fit into this dumb, stereotypical box of whatever it means to be Latino are left without a voice or just forgotten about. On this show, I celebrate the uniqueness of our culture and invite you to walk in your authenticity. Listen to Life as a Gringo as a part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got our special guest co host, Cappuccino, here, of course, from Power 99 out in Philly. So we're asking 800 585 1051. Dingo is a gentleman that calls all the time on the Breakfast Club during Get It Off Your Chest. And he called this morning about his weekend, and this is what he said I done flew this girl out this past weekend. It was whack. I ain't gonna lie. It was whack. <laughs> Shout out to Kendra D. Um, I was on her single show. Couple weeks back, and you know, what I'm saying, put up my little, my little spiel. Had some shorties hit me up. It was cool. On one that you know, I decided to fly her out. We was having some good conversation because she was from Atlanta, right? So I got her out. We was chilling. We was talking. I, I paid for everything, right? Took care of her. Took care of the arrangements. Took care of the hotel. Took care of everything we did. But she wasn't really giving me the vibes that it was trying to be romantic. It seemed like she was just looking for a trick. Tyler, she just right. met you the first right. time. You trying think, to smash already, I think Tyler? You were looking for no, that too. Look, 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 no, no, no. We talked. We talked uh, for like a good two weeks or so prior to her coming out, right? And we could have established this, like, hey, like 
you know, you don't you don't want to do nothing like that. That's cool. You just gotta let me know before I spend all this money and make all this arrangements, all that. You feel me? I feel like that's fair because you coming out, you flying out, and I'm taking care of everything. And I told you that, right? And you get here and you're like, oh, I ain't I ain't trying to be on that, which is cool. I get that. That's fine, but. Tell me up So we're asking 800-585-1051. Ladies, what makes you not want to hook up with a guy? All right. He said he, you know, I guess they had a discussion. He thought he was going to get cheeks. He thought the vibe was there <laughs> and he got nothing. He was upset yeah. about it. Yeah, I think that's a very important question to ask because we never asked that when you, we had these, uh, you know, conversations about women flying out because mm-hmm. a woman gets on a plane. Mm-hmm. So clearly she wants to go. She gets there. Clearly she wants to be there. But something happens once they meet the individual that turns them off. I just wonder what it could be. Okay. I, I'll be honest. And, Could you and, ask the woman in the room? No, I'm, I'm saying one thing. I'm, 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 I'm not speaking for ladies, but I will say this. I don't think, and shout to Dingo, he calls all the time. I don't think Dingo had a real conversation about the vibe. Because what? How, how can you have that conversation? How when can you say, Kelly hey, flew you out, did y'all have a conversation beforehand? When R. Kelly flew you out and left you sitting in the hotel room, did y'all have a conversation beforehand? <laughs> yeah, we were doing a mixtape. Okay. okay. Yeah, we were okay. doing a mixtape. I wasn't expecting nothing. Everything you know, was neither was he. <laughs> Everything was understood. It was a mixtape. It was okay. understood. Okay. But I'm saying, like, how do you have that conversation? Hey, I'm going to fly you out. I'm going to smash. Like, you can't have that conversation. That's why I know they didn't have that conversation. Mm. Hey, you can have that conversation. I mean, you can. These days, you know, everyone's bold and upfront about stuff. So it, that conversation was probably had. But as Charlemagne said, you know, when you get there in person, things change. What would change your mind, Cappuccino? If I'm down, if you're not married, if, if you're married, I'm, right, right, yeah, yeah. If I'm down with smashing, cool, but you know, if you drop your pants and something just ain't right, mm. you know, it's like, oh, you mean too small? That or maybe if I see some stains going on, it's like, oh, you, you know, the 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 self care ain't there. Yeah. You know, that could be one thing. So maybe a small dingo or some doodle stains, something. Yeah, I, I would think the guy <laughs> might be too thirsty too, because even if you know. That you and the young lady supposed to get it in. You mm-hmm. don't gotta act like that the whole time. Well, like, I think like, she'll know from jump when he says, I'm gonna fly you out and we're gonna do all this. That alone tells me you're a bit thirsty because you mm-hmm. don't even know me. We only been talking for two weeks and you're gonna fly me out and everything is no holes bar type situation. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's a little thirsty. Mm-hmm. It's a little thirsty. Well, let's go to the phone lines. We got free on the line. Free, good morning. Good morning. How you feeling this morning? What's up, Envy? What's up, Charlemagne? Peace, Queen. How are you? I'm okay. So, Charlemagne, I wanted to address your question about why women change their mind. Yes, ma'am. So, check this out. This guy flew me out to Philly from Virginia. All right? He said he was a police officer. You know, we have been talking back and forth, and he showed me pictures of him. But when I got there... He was like, he was tall and handsome on the pictures. But when I got there, he was, you know, a couple of inches shorter. Mm. He was fat and overweight. He mm. said he had his own apartment, but he lived with his mom. Damn. And he was mad because I wanted to leave. I, I left the same day. So that's why women changed their mind. So mm. it's not like I got catfish. He lost weight, but then he gained weight again. So he was sending me pictures of him of the 10 years ago. Right. Right. That's right. So false advertising. False advertising is one reason but that what? a woman can be turned off. Exactly. Like, we were, okay. we were set up to do everything. Go out to dinner. You know, I was going to give him some. But after <laughs> I saw him, I was like, no. He tried to convince me. I was like, no, I'm not having it. Did you tell him, like, 10 years ago, you could have got it. But today, nah. <laughs> exactly. He sent me pictures from 10 years ago. Like, come on now. Free, you got to understand, with these short brothers out there, they be using the angles on their phone to make themselves <laughs> look tall because they, 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 they can't stand the fact that they're so short. <laughs> That's not true. No, <laughs> but, Amy, you know when you get fat, everything's Shrink. Oh, wow. Oh, everything? Everything. <laughs> Damn. So was he even a nice guy? Or you just didn't even give him a chance? 
I mean, it was nice and everything. I felt bad, but I'm like, you know, I had my dog with me and everything. My dog thought he was going to get a little bit of, uh, like, a doggy snack. What? I mean, what? we did a, I did I made a lot of arrangements you to come and much. see this cat. Damn. I respect it. Thank you, Free. False advertising. That's on the guy's fault, though. Yes. He, he knew he didn't look like that. Right. Yeah, but he probably thought that, you know, the way that they spoke, they connected on a different vibe, and no. looks wouldn't be everything. Oh, she was. Uh, he probably was letting her know, I can get back to this. But see, that's, once again, that's why you have FaceTime. I need that's to right. see what you look like right now. That's right. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Hello? Hi, this is Shay from Columbia, South Carolina. Hey, 803, Shay, what's Shay. happening? Talk to us, Shay. What's going on? <laughs> Talk to us. What's your thoughts, so Shay? my thought is, my thought is, is that, you know, she could have just not felt the vibe. A lot of times, the way we date now, everybody talk and text so much, and you're able to manipulate your personality mm-hmm. that when you get in front of each other, nobody has nothing to say. Mm-hmm. And he could have been arrogant, and she could have been like, I was, but nah. It's no different than when we dated in the 90s. Once you start interacting with each other, it's like, yeah, this is not what I thought it was going to be. It was lame. He said it in the 90s. You ever got flown out? I have, and I've had that happen before, too. What if you in Myrtle Beach from Columbia? What if flew you? Up, man. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> what if flew you? What if flew you? Huh? Where you got flown to? Vegas. Oh, okay, okay. Mm, okay. And you and, and what happened? He, he didn't look the way he was supposed to look? It's not about look, it's the personality. It's like you talk so much during that time frame that when you get in front of each other, you don't have nothing to really ask. There's nothing to engage each other in. So, Shay, how does that work? He flies you from South Carolina to Mm -hmm. Vegas. Vegas. So, y'all staying in the same room, and you dumb fall. So, it's not like you can turn around right then and there. (laughs) So, what do you do? I told him the truth. Oh. So, y'all slept in the same bed, but that was it? That was it. He ain't try to rub up or hump on you or nothing. Right. Oh, of course they tried, but I mean, it's not my fault. You killed the move. That's right. Okay. All right, Shay. no means no. That's right. Exactly. Thank you, Shay. Thank you. 800-585-1051. 800-585-1051. Now, earlier this morning during Get It Off Your Chest, Dingo called and uh, he he thought he was going to get something this weekend. He thought he was going on a nice date, but he got absolutely positively no cheeks. And this is what he said. <laughs> I done screwed this girl out this past weekend. Nope. It was whack. I ain't going to lie. It was whack. <laughs> Shout out to Kendra D. Um, I was on her single show a couple weeks back and, you know what I'm saying, put up my little, my little spiel, had some shorties hit me up. It was cool. On one that, you know, I decided to fire out. We was having some good conversation because she was from Atlanta, right? So I got her out. We was chilling. We was talking. I, I paid for everything, right? Took care of her. Took care of the arrangements. Took care of the hotel. Took care of everything we did. But she wasn't really giving me the vibes that it was trying to be romantic. It seemed like she was just looking for a trick. Tyler, she just right. met you the first right. time. You trying think, to smash already, I think Tyler? You were looking for no, that too. Look, 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 no, no, no. We talked. We talked. Uh, for like a good two weeks or so prior to her coming out, right? And we could have established this, like, hey, like, you know, you don't, you don't want to do nothing like that. That's cool. You just got to let me know before I spend all this money and make all this arrangements for all that. You feel me? I feel like that's fair. Because you coming out, you flying out, and I'm taking care of everything, and I told you that, right? And you get here, and you're like, oh, I ain't, I ain't trying to be on that, which is cool. I get that. That's fine, but... Tell me up front. So the question is 800-585-1051. Ladies, what makes you not want to uh, vibe out with a guy? That is the question. Let's talk about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Cappuccino is here. Our special guest host. 
And if you're just joining us, we're talking about Get It Off Your Chest. Dingo called Tyler, and this is what he said. I done screwed this girl out this past weekend. Oh. It was whack. I ain't gonna lie. It was whack. So I got her out. We was chilling. We was talking. I, I paid for everything, right? Took care of her. Took care of the arrangements. Took care of the hotel. Took care of everything we did. But she wasn't really giving me the vibes that it was trying to be romantic. It seemed like she was just looking for a trick. We talked uh, for like a good two weeks or so prior to her coming out, right? And we could have established this, like, hey, you know, you don't, you don't want to do nothing like that. That's cool. You just got to let me know before I spend all this money and make all this arrangements for all that. You feel me? I feel like that's fair. Because you coming out, you flying out, and I'm taking care of everything, and I told you that. You get here, and you're like, oh, I ain't, I ain't trying to be on that, which is cool. I get that. That's fine. But tell me up front. So we're asking the ladies, 800-585-1051. Ladies, what makes you not want to give a guy some or not vibe with a guy? Jessica, good morning, Jessica. Hi, how are you? How are you? I'm well. How are you, Cappuccino? I am good, thank you. Thank you. So the comment that I want to go ahead and make is, what turns me off about like a dude is the fact that he's going in, spending money, and think that he's expecting like sex. You know, and I'm the type of individual where I like to build mental. I don't like sleep on dudes like that because I call them high risk working human beings. Because like, come on, like you can't go ahead and keep your Johnson in your pants or something. I agree. I would think that if you flew a woman out, right, the the, the last mm -hmm. thing you should do is act like you're getting sex. Like y'all should just have a good time. Good time. Like go out, go to go be out in to the eat. Moment. Yeah, go to the movies. Just be in the moment. You know what I mean? If something happens, it happens. Cool. But if it doesn't, I think the woman would respect it more. If she gets taken back to the, yes. the airport on that Monday or whatever, she was like, damn, we just yeah. had a good time, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And well, you see, and the thing about that, what, like what Dingo was saying is, oh, you know, um, affection and all of that is like, good morning, how y'all doing? What's up, Cece? What's your thoughts, mama? I feel like this. It's multiple things, but they said they were talking for two weeks. So maybe she got there and his vibe was off or his vibe was different. Maybe, you know, people are different in person. Also, some women just like to be promiscuous, and he must have knew that if before she came. Or maybe the deal was little, so she started <laughs> acting different. Our women don't want to feel like something is just transactional. Mm -hmm. You paid for a flight. You paid for some food. You paid for me for a room. Now I'm just supposed to give you something? Yeah. Like, maybe she don't want to feel like that. A prostitute. She don't want to feel like a prostitute. That's right. We got we got a brother on the line, Eddie. Yeah, what's going on? Eddie's looking at this different, Eddie. What's uh -oh. your thoughts? Yeah, man. So I know for a fact, man, chicks just be using dudes, man. <laughs> they lie to you, whatever, you know, just to get flown out for the food or whatever. I mean... Where I'm from, girls do that all the time. My cousins, sisters, whatever, they don't, they'll go chill with a dude, go out because they know they're going to get them drunk and eat, and then, you know, they gone on their way. So does that does that not make the guy a sucker then? If you nah, because at the end of the day, if you really play, you you still get her. I mean, that's what you there for. You dead and meet and greet her. If you get her and you really play, I mean, you should be able to turn her. Mm. I just don't understand what's going on. Get her to come fuck with you. Why can't get her to come mess with you? Why okay. can't y'all just meet and greet maybe on the second or third time? Yo, you know, y'all might get it in. Like, why you got to force it on the first trip? Mm. I like that. Yes. Yeah, right. And sometimes it be like that. As long as you have a good time, you go out to eat, y'all laugh, have some giggles. I mean, what's wrong with that? Next time, y'all can make do to do. If not, wait till the next time. I mean, hey. All right. 
Sometimes you gotta wait for that cake. You feel me? Yeah, and the, the real player <laughs> thing to do, and don't ask me because I'm a retired giggles. player, so I don't know anything about this. But you fly her out, y'all have a yeah, good time, y'all kick it, love, mm-hmm. you know, love, eat mm-hmm. all that good stuff. Maybe the next time y'all had such a good time, you'd be like, yo, I want to come see you now. Mm. So you fly out to her. Okay. You but know what I mean? Is he expected, expecting her to pay for that flight? No, no, no. I'm going to fly on my own dime. Okay. You know what I mean? Just because I had such a good time with you the first time. I guarantee you, you play it like that, you fly out to see her, you're probably going to get what you was looking for the first mm. time. Kizna. Yeah. Hey, good morning, Kizna. Good morning. Good morning. Now, we're asking 800-585-1051. Ladies, what makes you not want to give a guy some? Or... or or not want to vibe off Listen, with the guy. Talk to us. Honestly, if they was talking from before and they already lined it up, that mother <laughs> talk himself out from the drawers. <laughs> okay? Sometimes <laughs> men talk themselves out the drawers. They talk too much, talking too fast. Okay. And so maybe his vibe was whack. I feel like you call him from the Bronx. Like, Definitely the Bronx. <laughs> no, I'm the Bronx, aren't you? Okay. I can, no, hear, it. I can hear it in your throat. She said Brooklyn. <laughs> oh, Brooklyn or the Bronx? No, I'm a Brooklyn girl. Okay. But to be honest, men really talk they stuff out the drawers. Okay. Sometimes you'll be like, yeah, when I get over there, it's going to be on. Get there, he's like, this clown. <laughs> like my mother said, every man you sleep with is your potential baby father. She mm. probably didn't want to waste her coochie on him. Damn, Cardi? <laughs> no, that's real. No, but what she's saying is real, and I wish more people took it that serious. Like that. Yeah. I wish it's guys, th- I wish guys thought like that and women thought like man, that. Every man you sleep with is your potential baby father. Girl, that would have been 18 years of bad luck. You say, <laughs> leave that. It's not that serious. That's right. Five minutes for 18 years of suffering it ain't worth it. That's right. Mm. Damn, Minister Farrakhan right. said the way that people treat the science of breeding is like you rolling dice in the back of a moving pickup truck. Mm. Bobby's mad. I, this is the last call. Bobby, you mad, huh, Bobby? <laughs> no, I just think uh, people's expectations be kind of crazy. Um... Only knowing somebody after two weeks and flying out, expecting them to pay for everything, but you're not returning the favor is kind of crazy to me. Clearly, y'all are not serious. So, Bobby, you would have gave him some cheeks, Bobby? Yes, I would have gave him some cheeks. (laughs) Just because he flew you out and paid for some food? Huh? Just because he flew you out and paid you paid for some food? She's from the Bronx. I mean, <laughs> food, if he took her shopping or whatever. I mean, my thing is, though, if you're allowing a man to pay for your plane ticket, for your the residency, for your food, for clothes and all of that, for, for what is something. he getting in return? Like, mm, how do you not Bobby. expect him to expect something in return? He's he getting be. my conversation. He's getting right. my company. Bobby's right. giving the cheeks. <laughs> okay, but if the conversation was had prior that he's not flying you out just for some company, then, you know, then there's a problem. I, res- I respect it. I, just, I respect it. I just don't think a man should have, you know, that expectation. That, okay. And why I do all that? I mean, why don't you just get you a prostitute from the city? <laughs> like, like, why are you flying in stuff? Maybe, maybe she's flying. Maybe he can't find somebody that's flying in his city, so he got to fly her out. Bobby, where you from, Bobby? I'm from Cali. Mm, okay. All right. Well, Bobby, we're going to hook you up with a uh, dingo, with all dingo. right? <laughs> we're going to fly you out and see how that works. All right. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Goodbye, Bobby. Man, Jesus Christ. I think yeah, Dino was just actually mad because of how much money he spent. He didn't set a limit for himself. I think at the end of the day, that's why he's upset. He said he spent like a G. He said, yeah. he said over a G. He said over a G. What's the moral of the story? I just don't think you should expect nothing from nobody. You know what I mean? I think even if you fly that person out, you should just fly that person out with the expect- mm-hmm. expectation that y'all going to have a good time. Right. Whatever okay. that good time entails, God bless. Mm-hmm. But just have a good time. Don't have no expectation of what you think that good time is going to be. Because that good time might not be what you want it to be. Right. And right. that's ending with some cheeks. Right. Because she may have had a good time. That's right. right. He just didn't. <laughs>
Damn. All right. Well, we got rumors on the way. Give us a little tease what we're talking about. All right. So uh, Steph Curry is revealing his reaction to Sexy Red, mentioning him in her song Ski Yee. Also, Rihanna about to get more of that bag, y'all, because uh, she signed a a huge deal with Live Nation. Okay. We'll, We'll get into all that when we come back. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club on BET. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. What up? I am Dramos, host of the Life as a Gringo podcast. Now, this is a show for the Nosabo kids, the, the 200 percenters. Here we celebrate your otherness and embrace living in the gray area. If you ever felt like you were always too much this while also never being enough that, this is the podcast for you. Every Tuesday, I'll be bringing you conversations around personal growth, issues affecting the Latin community, and much more via my own personal stories, along with interviews with inspiring thought leaders from our community. Then, every Thursday, I'll be tackling trending stories and current events from our community that you need to know. So much of what makes our community so beautiful is our diversity, yet too often those of us who don't fit into this dumb, stereotypical box of whatever it means to be Latino are left without a voice or just forgotten about. On this show, I celebrate the uniqueness of our culture and invite you to walk in your authenticity. Listen to Life as a Gringo as a part of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots. 
the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Somebody, I want somebody, I want the record to show somebody's in here arguing with me about who the king of R&B <laughs> is, okay? And her name is Taylor. And she's trying to argue with me that it's R. Kelly because he, he writes. Taylor oh. made it. Well, you we know? are the Breakfast Club. Cappuccino is here. Before we get to the rumors, uh, Dingo hit me. Uh-oh. He says, got to clear some stuff up, man. So we did talk about her coming out. So we can feel each other out. This is the topic that we were talking about uh, last uh, couple minutes ago. He says, yeah, so we got to clear some stuff up, man. So we did talk about her coming out so we can feel each other out. And I told her I was going to get just the room for her. And I was going to go home at night. But she said, nah, we can stay in the room together. And that led me to believe I was going to get some. Laugh out loud. Just saying. And my breath was on point. My swag, <laughs> my swag was right. I came correct on his part, but she may not feel that way. Right, she may feel the complete opposite. He said the callers are killing me, bro. This is tragic. <laughs> <laughs> he said his breath was correct and his swag was on point. So. But he said it in the beginning. He said we wanted to feel each other out. Right. She clearly wasn't feeling it. Right, that's it. Okay. It's really not that hard. It's not oh. difficult. Dingo. Dingo, you could try again another day with another woman. Take the L. <laughs> he said. He said set him up with Bobby because remember Bobby from L.A. was. Bobby like, said she's you down. Don't even know what Bobby looked like Dingo. Dingo, relax. Man, why you thirsty, Dingo? <laughs> Damn. Slow down, buddy. <laughs> Set a limit next time, Dingo. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get to the rumors. All right. Wait, hold on. It's got an intro. Come in. 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 Come all you got to do is tune in. This is the Rumor Report. Cappuccino. Hey, what's happening, y'all? On The Breakfast Club. I got you. I'm here today. I got y'all. In the morning. All you got to do is just listen. I love that. Shout out to Taylor Made It. That was Taylor Made It. <laughs> All right, Taylor. So, your man Lamar Odom is offering Nene Leak's son a stay at his rehab. You know, her son, uh, Bryson, was recently re- uh, released from jail after being caught with fentanyl. And what I didn't know is that earlier this year, Lamar opened up his Odom Wellness Treatment Center. Uh, he partnered with the company, but, you know, Nene has yet to respond to his offer about, you know, hey, bring your son out this way. I mean, I think that's dope. I think with Lamar Odom, especially, you know, he's been uh, a known person, I guess. I don't know what drugs he was on, but mm-hmm. he's been to rehab a couple of times and he's fixed himself. So he would understand better than anybody else, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of feel like Nene won't really do it because I feel like she wants to keep some of her life private, even though we already know that. Mm-hmm. You know, unfortunately, a lot of us, we have this 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 stigma where we don't always want certain pieces of our business out there. But I mm-hmm. hope that she does, you know, take him up on that offer. I hope so, so too. Yeah. Also, Steph Curry is sharing his reaction to Sexy Red, mentioning his name in Ski Yee. And if you guys have not heard that piece, we got it for you. That's just rap. That's just boss. Mm -hmm. It is. It is. You know, we were used to hearing a lot of people's names and songs these days. But Steph Curry did an interview with Vibe and he opened opened up about what he thought about Sexy Red name dropping him. One of the latest biggest songs is Ski by Sexy Red. If she drops your name in that song, how did you hear? How did you feel when you heard that line? Or how did you react to that? So it's funny because uh, I was asking the question. So no, one of my teammates was asking me the question. How many times do you think your your name's been mentioned in a song? And I was like, 
I don't know. So he went and looked it up. And it was like 106, I think it was. Times, which was wild to me. Then I started to think about all the ones that I can remember. And it's either like a nickname like Drake did with Chef Curry with the pot. And then when Sexy Red did it, I just started laughing. Because I don't know. I had never seen her at a basketball game. I don't know. Yeah. Like, unfortunately, somebody's like shooting something or sharp shooting or whatever the case is. Do you have a favorite one? A favorite line? Uh, Drake's for sure is my favorite. So, Steph, Steph is like, what was Aisha listening to? <laughs> now, Aisha, who is that? <laughs> Sexy Red? He Can we listen to that in the house? Can we listen to that type of secular music in this house, this Christian household? Is huh? that what it is? He said he has never seen her at a basketball game, all right? Uh, meanwhile, you got Georgia. They're, they're the, pretty much the first state to sell marijuana in pharmacies, but it's not like the major uh, major name pharmacies. It's more of the mom and pop stores. Mm-hmm. In fact, the uh, CEO, Gary Long, he's going to have certain things there. You know, they can includes uh, THC oil, tinctures, uh, topicals, capsules, and lozenges. It's not a dispensary. So when y'all go looking for certain things, don't be upset when you go down to those Georgia pharmacies. Well, you got to have a medical card in, in Georgia now? Yes. You know what? It mm. doesn't really say that I think that so. You got to have a medical card to go to those uh, pharmacies. Even with the pharmacies, mm-hmm. not just dispensaries. No, I think you have to have a medical card. Don't quote me, but I believe you do. Okay, okay. Well, your girl, Rihanna, there is another rumor being out there uh, that she reportedly inked a $32 million deal with Live Nation. Now, this uh, whole deal includes two albums worth of music that is yet to come out and is set to come out, and she's prepping a world tour. Now, this is all supposed to happen as a comeback tour in 2024-25. I don't know if I really want to believe that because that's soon, and two albums and... Thirty-two million for Rihanna. You said two, so Live Nation is is going to be distrib- distributing her album now. Reportedly, reportedly, she has two albums worth of music to come out as she pressed with this with Live Nation. Right. I thought I, Rihanna, Rihanna's with Rock Nation. Right. That's why I'm like her I contracts just, up. But I mean, that the, would that would be smart for Live Nation to start doing that. Think about it like this: you could put out an album and put them on tour at the same time. Let the record show. Rihanna don't need no new music to go on tour, by the way. Right. Rihanna can go out there right now with her catalog and sell out arenas all over the world. But I'm stuck on the fact they're offering $32 because Rihanna got a lot of other things going on. I think $32 million is like chump change for her. It is true. To go on a world tour. Unless you just feel like being back out there. Yeah. But I yeah. doubt that. I doubt every detail of that report is true. Well, mm-hmm. like I said, it's a rumored. So that's mm-hmm. it. And that is it for the rumor reports that I have for you. That would be smart for Live Nation. I'm thinking about <laughs> it now. Because if Live Nation signs artists now, mm-hmm. think about it. They have the abilities. They own the venues where you can sign an artist and mm-hmm. put them on the road. So you know you're definitely going to make your money back. And I can give you more money because I know. Definitely now. Yeah, because you'll make your money Some back on ticket sales. don't sell no tickets. <laughs> they really don't. But Rihanna gonna, does. But they're going yeah. to go to the people that sell tickets. And, and the way, they're, call, the way yeah. they're calling this is her comeback tour for 2024 she ain't went nowhere she really didn't she, she just, just chose to sell uh, fentanyl I mean Fenty <laughs> Fenty Fenty man Fenty. she just chose to sell Fenty that's yes. all she out there selling makeup I now. mean it is like a drug for a lot of us ladies so I get it Charlamagne <laughs> too what? ask Charlamagne his shade 420 oh, oh you know it okay <laughs> see that's I went to the uh, yeah he knows that's cause he used it I was on the website yeah, right. they got the website you could take a selfie and you take a selfie and they tell you exactly what shade you are who does that who does that yeah, I don't People know. who like to experiment with technology. Okay. Well, who I, you giving I still your, trust that. Who are you giving your donkey to, man? Why are you just going to cut cappuccino off? I'm sorry. What I said. Never mind. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. What I said. It's Monday. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. I was born a donkey. It's the donkey of the day. That's pretty funny. Charlemagne the devil? Possibly. <laughs>
The Breakfast Club. Yes, donkey today for Monday, October 23rd. Let me make sure it's the 23rd. I'll be getting my dates wrong. Yes, Monday, October 23rd. Goes to a brother named Daryl Brian Clemens of St. Louis, Missouri. Now, Daryl is a brother who clearly cares about his child, and I think folks don't understand that it's very hard to not make uh, emotional decisions when we are talking about our children because Daryl has been arrested in connection with a shooting and charged with first-degree assault and armed criminal action. Now, according to the victim of said shooting, uh, whose name is Shaquille Lattimore, he's a coach. He coaches a youth football team in St. Louis. Uh, according to him, he got shot because Daryl was upset about something concerning his child. Now, there are quite a few valid reasons why you would pop someone over your child. But I don't think this is one of them. Uh, let's go to what's the what is the report? ABC. ABC? NBC. Let's go to NBC. NBC. What do we know? Oh, let's go to NBC St. Louis for the report, please. The shooting happened at Sherman Park during a practice for a youth football team. Police say Daryl Clemens shot coach Shaquille Lattimore four times because he was upset his son wasn't a starter on the team. Lattimore spoke to Five on Your Side Wednesday. He kept shooting me, man. Shot me four more times while I was on the ground. No unarmed black man shot me four more times. In court Jesus. Thursday, Daryl Clemens' brother said the coach had a gun and his brother fired in self-defense. The witness says the coach walked off the field during practice to confront Clemens. And Clemens repeatedly told the coach to leave him alone. Clemens' brother says Daryl Clemens co-founded the Bad Boys football team 12 years ago. He stepped down from coaching when his own son joined the team two years ago. And Jason Clemens says he doesn't know what all the arguing was about. Christine Byers, five on your side. Hey, hey, let me get uh, Daryl's uh, brother real quick, too. I want to hear from him, okay? Uh, now, Daryl allegedly shot Coach Lattimore because he was upset that his son was not a starting player. Now, I don't know if that was really the reason, okay? You heard, uh, I want you to hear Daryl Clemens' brother, but you heard the news reporter just say that uh, he that the brother disputed that that was the reason, um, which is hard for me to believe because I don't think someone who cared about their son in that way would do something that would cause him to be taken away from his child, okay? Like, if you're going to confront the coach about your coach not getting, uh, you know, I mean, about your son not getting proper playing time, clearly you care about your son. So I don't think you would then shoot the coach knowing that you would probably end up in jail. But let's just say this is why he shot the coach, okay? Parents, we have to start realizing and understanding that maybe, just maybe, our kids suck at some things, okay? Maybe, Daryl, at this moment in time, your child just isn't good enough to start. Doesn't mean that he won't go on to be an all-time great one day. Just means at this present moment, he doesn't have what it takes to start for the bad boys team uh, at Sherman Park in North St. Louis. But I have to admit, uh, after hearing what his brother said, I kind of believe him. Do we have what we still don't have what his brother said? And we don't have what his brother said in there. Oh, OK. I don't feel like he shot this coach uh, because his son didn't start. OK, I don't know what the reason was, but you have an eyewitness saying we don't have the eyewitness. He's on the eyewitness, too. If, but if, if you Jesus. have an eyewitness saying if the coach would have stayed his ass on the field he wouldn't have been in this situation you heard that in the news report and you know if y'all did have a fist fight and he got the best of you and you asked for your gun that man had every right to stand his ground okay but we don't know if that's the story all we know is you Daryl, are being accused of shooting the coach because your child was being treated like a non-playable character 
All right. Do you know Carmelo Anthony got cut from his high school basketball team? Do you know Michael Jordan oh, don't start got this. cut from his high school basketball team? What do you mean? That's that's what you hear all the time when you get cut from your basketball team. <laughs> yes. Be like, you know Michael Jordan got right. cut from his that's team. That's true. Make you feel bad. That make me feel Carmelo bad. Anthony got cut from his high school basketball I team. Oral Hershiser, one of the greatest baseball pitchers from the 1900s and 80s. Do you know he got cut from his high school and college team? Sidebar. Why the hell would you ever name your son Oral? <laughs> anyway, they didn't even have to. They didn't even make the team, but your little man was on the team. Okay. You just got to let him go through the process. You can't set the example that when things don't go his way, somebody is going to get shot. Okay, always remember a good example has twice the value of good advice. Please give Daryl Brian Clements the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Oh, now you are the donkey of the day. You are the donkey of the day. to mention parents you save so much money when your child sucks at something hmm? you know what I'm saying if we just all live our truth and let our kids know this may not be the thing for you right now mm-hmm. let's go figure something else out and come back to this you save a lot of money you really do you save a lot of money and I don't know at, at what point do we as parents just accept our kids that our kids aren't good at something okay <laughs> is, is that where we going what? Is, is that what we're going to talk about this morning right now? Yeah, why not? 800-585-1051. First of all, foremost, BET Peace. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So what is the question? At what point do we as parents just accept our kids aren't good at something? Now, this can go two ways, right? Because you might accept as a parent your kid ain't good at something. Mm-hmm. But then your kid might go through the process of not being good at something in the moment and then turn out to be an all-time great. Okay. I just told y'all. Michael Jordan got cut from his high school basketball team. <laughs> I know. So did uh, Carmelo, Carmelo Anthony. Anthony. I know. You know what I'm saying? Oral Hershiser. Okay. One of the greatest pitchers of all time from the 1980s got cut from his uh, high school and college team. Mm-hmm. Things happen. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. We're talking about uh, parents. Sometimes you just got to give it up on your kids. You know, sometimes they're just not made for that sport. Mm-hmm. Give it up on your kids. I'm going to tell you why, babe. Boy, I hate the way you talk. <laughs> Shut up. That, 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 that <laughs> doesn't even make no sense. Get, I know what you're trying to say and that's what, what doing, bothers man? me. I be knowing what you're trying to say but it just comes out stupid. The same thing what you say when you be lisping all the time? No, I be lisping. It's a difference between lisping. <laughs> you, you, you be give lisping. it up on your kids. You, you be give lisping. it up on your kids. Sometimes you got to give up on your kids. You know what I mean. 800 585 I don't even think that sounds right. You don't give up on your kids. They know what I meant. Just in the moment, this may not be what your kids should be doing. They know what I Give up on your kid if your kid sucks at you football, y'all. If your kid sucks at you football, parents, just give up on the child. Babe, if you listen, change the channel. Change the station, excuse me. Jesus Christ. Now, before we go on a break, I want to tell you about football and my son Jackson. Mm. So, you know, I got to... I gave up on Jackson. You ain't getting <laughs> gave up on Jackson. Damn. Boy, I tell you. So, you know, I got an older son. His name is Logan. He was a stud in football. He got busy, right? Busy, 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 busy. So, I put Jackson in football. He's taller. It wasn't for him. Mm. It wasn't for him. Jackson more like you, is what you say. Oh. I'm nice at basketball. What you talking about? You're nice at basketball? When did that happen? I'm always been nice at basketball. <laughs> what you talking about? Damn. So how old is Jackson? He's uh, nine years old. So he's old enough to hear his daddy just say, I gave up well, on I my guess. son. I, that's why I told <laughs> my wife to say the station. You just gave up on your kids because he wasn't no good oh. at football. But, if, but what I Damn. realized is his sport was soccer. He okay. always liked soccer, and I pushed him so towards football. Him. I ain't forced him. I pushed him towards... So what you're saying is you're that parent who pretty much pull out a gun at a football game because your child ain't getting no starting time. Damn. Oh. Damn. Oh. How you, gonna, how you gonna throw that on me, Cappuccino? <laughs> Damn. Damn. I ain't gonna go that far, but we have some words, though. Okay. But 800-585-1051. Parents, has your son or daughter been the, the, the player that wasn't that good and you just had to pull them from the sport because they were embarrassing? That is the question. Let's talk about it. It's the breakfast club. 
They know what I mean. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you're just joining us, Charlemagne gave Donkey the day to who? Daryl Brian Clemens of St. Louis, Missouri. He shot a coach, right. uh, allegedly, because the coach wasn't starting his child at youth football. Now, I will say this. A lot of times, there are a lot of problems with coaches and not... Uh, playing kids that deserve it a lot of time it is favoritism depending on you know uh who's in the town uh that's where you get a lot of problems with town ball because a lot of times in town ball it could be this person's son or that person's son so Mm -hmm. i've dealt with that before as well um but never enough to want to shoot a coach now what's interesting is you were talking about your son last break which one Mm -hmm. jackson or logan Jackson. Jackson's the younger one. And you said you gave up you and your wife gave up on him because he don't know how to play. No, no, I'm not good at no, football. I, said, I, <laughs> I, gave up, I gave up on him on football. I took him out of football. Okay. I, mm-hmm. Now, what's interesting about this, what you didn't share. What? He's the only black kid on the team. Yes, he is. <laughs> he's the only, only black kid on the team. That has to be embarrassing. Yeah. They expect him, they expect him to be rushing for 500 yards see? a game, and now you see where I'm at? scoring six touchdowns. Like, the, the white men was manhandling were, him on the football field? You know what? He just... He, he just and, and it's bad because Logan, you know, mm-hmm. he, he played football, was, like I said, was a stud. It got to the point where he was too good. Logan, for, like Mario, when Mario the, gets the stars. <laughs> white people just not falling off of him. He's bouncing off of him. So it was yeah. to the point where I had to put Logan in the Newark League because the, the regular league wasn't tough he enough. He was for running him. through the white people. You had to send him to the hoods in Newark so he could face some healthy competition. Shout, shout out to That's Brick right. City Lions, absolutely. But with Jackson, you know, he wanted to play football like his brother. Mm-hmm. But okay. he's really a, a soccer player. So when I put him on the pads and put him on everything, you know, at the end of the game, everybody's jerseys is dirty. He's, he's clean. He's clean. Crystal clean. Dang. So we had to take him out, so we just left him with soccer <laughs> and basketball. Well, okay. thank you, the, uh, Jackson, for defying all stereotypes of black people. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Who said we good at sports? Right. Yeah, he's good at soccer. He get busy at soccer. Okay, he's okay. two goals a game. The real football. He gets busy. Well, you you call it the, the real, real football. football. Yeah, football. Real football. But mm-hmm. but the the football where they wear, you know, helmets and the stuff, pads and stuff. Nah, it wasn't for him. He B. was a little too clean. For wasn't him. for him. B. Okay. But let's go to the phone line. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. We have a, a coach on the line. Beth, you there, Beth? I show him. I had to take you off the speaker. Hey, Beth. Good morning. <laughs> Oh, no, this is Tiffany. Oh, I'm sorry, Tiffany. Talk to us, Tiffany. Um, so we're talking about when kids suck at sports. So being a mother of three boys, um, very athletic. Uh, one of my sons really isn't athletic as the other one. So then I just find out what they're good at and then praise them for that. Um, I have one son that is an absolute monster out here. And um, I do see it from other parents where it's like they're upset because my son will get a lot of playing time or whatnot, and it's just like, it's not my fault, it's not my child's fault. Like, your son just isn't good. Find out what they're good at and stick them in it. That way you could be their number one fan versus right. their number one advocate trying to stick up for them on why they suck. Hey, and they might just not be good now. They might have a growth spurt. All kind of stuff can happen. They children. Oh, baby, that sport's just not for them. Right. Let's give them some time. Hello, who's this? Yeah, this is Tanner. Hey, Tanner, good morning. Good morning, man. How's it going? Good, good, good. Now tell you us sound about like you sucked at in sports. As, as, <laughs> I know he sounds like a coach a too. Yeah. Uh, so, man, my daughter was uh, the worst kid on the softball team, and this was a good team, right? So she was terrible, terrible. And I, I, I would show up, and it was embarrassing. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, but uh, you know, I, I spent a lot of time and a lot of money, and 
getting hitting lessons and fielding lessons for about a solid two years. Now that kid is a solid stud. Okay. So don't give up. Don't give up. It's just going to take a lot of time and money. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. What up? I am Dramos, host of the Life as a Gringo podcast. Now, this is a show for the Nosabo kids, the, the 200 percenters. Here we celebrate your otherness and embrace living in the gray area. If you ever felt like you were always too much this while also never being enough that, this is the podcast for you. Every Tuesday, I'll be bringing you conversations around personal growth issues affecting the Latin community, and much more via my own personal stories, along with interviews with inspiring thought leaders from our community. Then, every Thursday, I'll be tackling trending stories and current events from our community that you need to know. So much of what makes our community so beautiful is our diversity, yet too often those of us who don't fit into this dumb, stereotypical box of whatever it means to be Latino are left without a voice or just forgotten about. On this show, I celebrate the uniqueness of our culture and invite you to walk in your authenticity. Listen to Life as a Gringo as a part of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. 
Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Funny, but pussy. Okay. Mm. So your kid was trash, and now your kid is the, is the number two best player out there. And you're broke. She, yeah, she went, uh, she went six for seven this last weekend in the tournament. We took uh, second place, so I definitely can't complain. Okay, okay. congratulations. Okay. Yeah, everybody's child ain't going to be like your child. Yeah, that's the way. facts. That's facts, though. <laughs> I just want you to know that. <laughs> That's facts. 800-585-1051 if you're just joining us. We're talking about your your kids uh being trash in sports. And you know, <laughs> when do you realize, look, uh, it's just time to pull them out. Let's talk about it. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with the Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Cappuccino is here. Now, if you're just joining us, Charlemagne gave Donkey the day to who? Uh, a guy named Daryl Clemens. Uh, Daryl Clemens allegedly shot a coach named Shaq Lattimore because Shaq uh, wasn't starting his child at youth football. So we're just asking 800-585-1051. When your kid is not good, when do you realize it's time to pull your kids out of the sports? Now, Cappuccino, you have a, a young daughter. Yep. Uh-huh. And she went out last year. She said she wanted to try out for her volleyball team. She's in middle school. Okay. I was like, okay. You know, in my head, I'm like, encourage this child. Encourage this child because she does not have any athletic abilities. Okay. But she just came out the blue. I want to try for volleyball. Go for it. Has she played volleyball she before? She has never practiced. She has never played around. She knew nothing so of volleyball. So she surprised you and made the team. She did. No, whoa, whoa, whoa. Made the team? <laughs> I asked her when she came home, did you make the team? How was the trials? Yeah, it's a lot of girls that are really good. <laughs> and I was like, that's because you don't know how to play. And, you know, instead of me bringing her down, in my head, I'm like, she ain't she ain't making it. You know, me and my husband talked. When she told us, we looked at each other, she not going to get on this team. Yeah, I did that one time, man. And I'm not going to lie. That's one of those things that still make me feel bad as a parent now. It's one of those things that, you know, I, I had to apologize for. Because when my daughter was like eight or nine, she was running track. And she did like the, uh, the long jump. Never did it before. It was mm. practice. Never did it before. Mm-hmm. It was just her first time, right? And she did it, and I was just like, oh, man, that sucked. And she just burst into tears. You said you told oh, your daughter that like, sucked? I was just like, yeah, but it's like... I'm At like, what age was she? It's like eight or nine. Goodness you know what gracious. Mean? And and she just burst into tears. And that was one of the things that I had to apologize for, because I'm like, yo, first of all, she's never done it before. Mm-hmm. It was practice. It was her first time doing it ever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just like, you got to learn to filter yourself around your your kids. You know what I mean? And, and we have, as parents, we got to realize that, yo, this is their first time doing something. Yeah. Would, you, would we expect him to be the greatest long jumper You told ever? your daughter at eight that sucked, sucked after the first time. <laughs> you just told Jackson you wanted to give up on him because no. he sucked that football. <laughs> so you need t- to shut up. But sir. I didn't tell him. Okay. I just said, come on, get you your You just said to millions of people on the radio. <laughs> I told, get you you told millions of people on the radio. You told Gia to turn down I the radio. I told to turn down the radio and see what just to say, Just to say, that was my child, you should just give up on your child and they suck at football. You just gave up on poor Jackson because he wasn't good at football. You just told your daughter that she sucked. I apologize. Did you apologize to tell after you done gave up on Jackson? Oh, you didn't give up on him. You know? <laughs> I put him in soccer. I put him in soccer. I put him in soccer. Straight up. Okay. We went to another sport. And basketball. Yeah, I didn't tell my child she sucked. I just, I just looked at her like, good try. <laughs> you know, try for the next thing. See what you like. Yes. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Nicole from PA. Hey, Nicole from PA. Talk to us. 
Um, I knew my son wasn't good at a sport. My oldest son is when he decided just gave up on practice, so I kind of just got frustrated. And like, you know, I still threw him out there, but I kind of made him more mad. So I feel like if you if your son don't want to do it, don't let, don't push him into it because it's gonna make them hate the sport. Mm. So they can figure it out with another sport. Like he's ready for basketball, so I'm like, all right, let's get it, let's get it cracking. But then my youngest one, he's aggressive with football. So he was always there at my son's older son's football game, trying to be the war boy. So he's dedicated. So I push him to do it because I know he got it. He's driven. So I don't know about what's that, the other dad there. I could talk to the coach and talk, but I don't know. <laughs> so you telling us that your son pulled Allen Iverson and was complaining about practice? <laughs> That's what I happened? Guess so. <laughs> see that? See, that got to yeah, suck, too. Yeah, or he did some show where he goes to his dad, and then his dad's like, oh, he didn't want to go. And I, his ESS needs to get there. <laughs> How do we know he didn't see that video? He might have saw the Allen Iverson video <laughs> and might have just been reenacting that. <laughs> see, see, that got to be tough, well, too. You know, you, well, you know these kids today, they be watching everything. Right. See, that got to suck, too. So, say your kid plays football, right, and he's not good, right? So when, when that usually happens, they make him the water boy, <laughs> right? So now as a parent, oh. your kid is not playing. He's just the water boy. He only comes out during timeouts oh. and halftime to give water. That got to hurt, too. But he's still getting a participation trophy nah, at the end B. of the day. <laughs> nah. Give him the participation trophy. Don't use trophy. my son as the water boy. <laughs> just pull him from the team. Nah. Okay. <laughs> or, or your son or your daughter's on a dance team and they just use her to pull the pads out. Oh, yeah. Nah. I would feel away, I would feel away though. Nah. <laughs> we, we can't do Which that. Which one is yours? The one the that's one. running the water out? <laughs> nah. Do you go to the games if your child's a water boy? Like you, you got to. If you got to know, really? If you don't know that your child is a water boy, and I get there, I'm gonna be like, "What? What you doing? You're not." Because they put your son out when when you, when mm. they lose when they win in forty nothing, and mm. then then he could get a chance to play. No, once I realize that my child is a water person, we don't have to have a side conversation. Not not with the coach because I'm not shooting no coaches. Mm-hmm. I'm having a side conversation with my child. Like you don't feel like this is embarrassing for you? Damn! Shoot <laughs> all the water boys out there and the water girls. <laughs> At least try to be the punter or something. You can be the. <laughs> You don't, you don't have to be the water person. Right. Go for bigger. That's all. Of course. All right. What's the moral of the story? I mean, I think the moral of the story is, too, you just can't, you don't want to give up on your kids too mm-hmm. early, man. Because you just don't know. Like, you sure. know, your kids might just not be good for the moment. They might have a growth spurt. They might, you know, grow to be the best in the game. Some things just take time. You got to respect the process, I would think. Yeah, as long as they practice. If they ain't practicing, they just trying out for something they never done before. I mean, if they trash, they trash. That's right. Yeah, that's the, <laughs> and that whole Michael Jordan didn't make his his team. That like that's, they sell that to every kid when you get. Because it's true. When, I, when they cut me on my my high school team, my, my freshman year, they was like, we just want to let you know that Michael Jordan got cut. <laughs> <laughs> like that was gonna make me it's feel an better. Inspiration. That was made, that made that made me feel better. It should've. Yeah, it There's a lesson in that. Well, I started DJing from there, so. <laughs> Evdell. All right. When we come back, we got rumors. What are we talking about in the rumors? We are talking about DJ Mustard's ex-wife criticizing him for considering her an unfit parent. All right. We'll get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We have Cappuccino here, our guest co-host from Power 99 out in Philly. And let's get to the rumors. All right. Come What's up, Cappuccino? How you doing? All you gotta do is tune in. This is the Rumor Report. Cappuccino. Hey, what's happening, y'all? On The Breakfast Club. I got you. I'm here today. I got y'all. In the morning. In the morning. All you gotta do is just listen. 
So Lupita Nyong'o has announced her breakup, y'all. So apparently there were rumors about her possibly dating uh, Canadian actor Joshua Jackson, who recently got into his own little divorce situation with actress Jodie Turner-Smith. You guys may remember her from uh, Queen and Slim. Uh, but it sparked dating rumors between Lupita and Joshua. And that's when Lupita pretty much got word of this whole, you know, rumor situation and pretty much confirmed her breakup with her boyfriend, Salima. And I'm about to murk his last name. Sorry. Messakela? I believe mm -hmm. we're just gonna reference him as Selena. That sounds like something gets you drunk. <laughs> right, right. Too much tequila. Too much mas tequila. What is that again? Tequila. I'm gonna okay. stick with that version. Uh, she jumped on the social media, which I feel like sometimes celebrities don't have to explain everything. But she says there are much more important things going on in the world right now, and my thoughts are with those who are deeply suffering. She says I find myself in a season of heartbreak because of a love suddenly and uh, devastatingly extinguished by deception. I share this to keep it 100 and hoping that the knowledge of my experience might be useful to someone else out there experiencing the grip of heartbreak. She says, let's face it, our pain so we don't spread it. I feel like celebrities don't always have to, you know, let everybody else know all the time. You know, it's it's digging, but I get it. I get it. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, speaking of relationships, DJ Mustard uh, is criticizing his ex-wife, is criticizing him for being an unfit mother. Now, she jumped on the social media like she got some dirt on him. It was like, you know, imagine imagine a man leaving you after 11 years, less than a year later, moving his girlfriend into the home y'all custom built for your family, playing house with your kids, then turning around and trying to paint a picture like you are an unfit parent to get custody. She says, I'm flabbergasted. Playing with me like I don't have pounds of dirt on you is wild. Now, of course, she tried to get uh, requested $82,000 a month for the kids from, um, you know, as for, for y'all know what I'm trying to say. I can't for get it out. Support. Child support. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was it was denied, but he actually gives her twenty four thousand and five hundred a month for the three kids that they share. They have a prenup together, but she wanted more. I mean, y'all think that was that was justified with her wanting more? I mean, twenty five grand a month. That's a lot of money. Mm -hmm. But for three kids yeah. with no prenup, twenty five grand a month, eleven years. That's a lot of money. I worked hard that's, for this eleven years. That's eight grand a child. I mean, it's it's, it's women out there doing a lot. More with less. Okay. You know what I mean? Or doing the same type of job with way less than 25 grand a month. There's somebody out there right now getting $150 a month in child support. Give me 25 grand a month. Watch, watch what I do with it. But at, at some point, you know, the kids do have, they live a certain lifestyle when the parents are together and the parents are making money like that. So I feel like some of that lifestyle is going to be taken away. But is it only 24K? Does he still have to pay for the house notes? Did he have to give it a house? You mm. know what I mean? So I wonder what else is included in that 24K. He keeps all of his assets and he is not technically entitled to, uh, to, to pay spousal support mm. so hopefully he is taking care of the kids on his own and you know she she, she can work off of that little bit of money all right Don't you little bit of money that's a lot that's a lot of money cappuccino how much is that a year let me do some math real quick hold on now three hundred thousand, brother that's it hold yeah two hundred twenty five thousand a month i thought it would be way more <laughs> no three hundred thousand Times to do 25 got, times 10 is 250. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> I just want to make sure I just felt like it would be a lot more, but that's still a lot of money. Yeah. It's a lot of money. Yeah. Okay. And Amazon, their pharmacy, they're testing drone deliveries, guys. I don't know if we have audio on that right now, so let's check it out. This morning, Amazon Pharmacy launching drone delivery of prescriptions in 60 minutes or less. The program, starting in College Station, Texas, and eventually expanding, gives residents access to over 500 medications, treating common conditions including flu, asthma, and pneumonia. Here's how it works. At checkout, an eligible Amazon Pharmacy customer can select free drone delivery. The pharmacist will fill the prescription and then it's loaded into the drone, which will make its drop at a delivery marker on the customer's property. The drones have AI-powered sense and avoid technology to navigate around people, pets, and power lines. 
I love it. I think that's dope. Mm, it makes me skeptical because what happens if someone is in your yard that day? And take your prescription? You know. Mm-mm. I mean, you Just can't like even that. get your packages off your own porch sometimes. But it's the same thing as Amazon when they deliver and leave something outside or when the post office delivers something in your box. Mm-hmm. But I think it's good if you really need something and you can't mm-hmm. get to the store, you can't make it out, especially for elderly people that might not be able to drive okay. and have to wait for a, you know, uh, a driving service or your kids to come get you that way you can always get your stuff and then they're going to start moving after cannabis mm-hmm. so when people need to smoke they can just get it delivered see I'm all skeptical because all I can do is imagine someone looking up and seeing a drone and like alright where's that drone going mm-hmm. and we'll follow it and be right there waiting for that drone to drop that package and depending where you're flying what if it's, the, it's flying Oxycontin and Perks over right. neighborhoods in Philly you know what I mean? <laughs> our, our neighborhoods with people Damn, really like. Silly, I'm just saying, yeah. where they really like that corner. Drugs. We got that corner. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know? I'm a little skeptical on that one. So yeah, I man. think it'll work good. I'm old school. I want my. I either want to pick my prescription up or have somebody go have pick somebody it up go, and bring it to me. Go. I don't want no drone. Yeah, I don't want the drone dropping stuff off. Mm-mm. I don't trust it because people can't get their regular packages on a regular day. Mm-mm. He had with Mike Epps. You know, we were talking about you last night. Mike Epps was here last night. Oh, that's my guy. And, uh, yeah, he told us that he was in Iceland on vacation looking for weed. Uh, And so he texted you and mm. said, do you know anyone in Iceland? And wouldn't you know it, you did know someone in Iceland. Well, last time I checked, I was the plug to your plug. I have a list of countries that I know you've been to. Tell me if you have a hookup in Mexico. You have somebody in Mexico? Si, senor. Ireland. I'm sure I do, mate. <laughs> <laughs> what about North Korea? You've been there. Oh, no, I ain't got no No, no, no. <laughs> I was wondering, when Snoop goes to a place like, let's say, Dubai, where mm-hmm. they don't allow marijuana, and Snoop smokes, what, a couple times mm-hmm. a day, what does he do when he stays extended time in Dubai? That's a good question. You know? Like, does his, uh, he still has that, that his roller, right? Yeah, uh, well, uh, yeah, the, people, he the person it, he hired Does he to sneak roll. it in for him? Nah, damn. You know he ain't gonna sneak it in. <laughs> Cause, Cause you like, like you go to jail for that in Dubai. Cause I'm like I don't think he can go a day without he smoking something. He'd probably just be something. in and out, fly in, do what he do, fly back out, smoke on the plane. Okay, all right, yeah, man, that right. makes sense. That makes oh, that's sense. Snoop. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of shows, Charlemagne, you're hosting a Daily Show next week. Talk about it, man. Yes, next week I'm hosting uh, the Daily Show on Comedy Central the whole week from uh, Monday the thirtieth to Thursday the second. Dope. Yeah. Okay. So. All I'll right. tell y'all more details when I get them. <laughs> Meaning like who will be on, you okay, know what I'm saying, right. what, okay. guests, what guests we have confirmed for gotcha. next week. We okay. already got a couple confirmed, but I'll let y'all know uh, when we have the whole week confirmed. All okay. Right. Yes. That's the rumor report for mm-hmm. this hour. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. When we come back, we got the People's Choice Mix. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We have Cappuccino, our guest host. You back tomorrow, right, Cappuccino? I am back this thing tomorrow. Who's holding it down in Philly? Why you not here? Huh? Okay. <laughs> All right. Captain, that ain't my, that ain't my, my, my uh, job to figure yeah, that out. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, shout out to our fam over in Philly, man. I wanted your Eagles to lose, but it is what uh, it is. Come on. Don't do that to the team. Well, you they know what? a good season. I prefer you guys winning over Dallas. Well, they actually okay. beat Cappuccino's real team, which is Miami. Oh, yeah, 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 they did. Like yeah. I said, I'm a bandwagon person. I'm going with the team that wins. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now, when we come back, we got the positive notice, the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne, the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's time to get up out of here. Charlemagne, you got a positive note? I do. Um, I want to tell y'all, too, though, man. Um, make sure, if you get a chance, to go check out Usher in Las Vegas uh, for the My Way 
um, residency in mm-hmm. Las Vegas. It was a fantastic date night that me and the wife had this past weekend. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say, Usher, when you do the Super Bowl, you have to bring those dances. Mm-hmm. He has to bring that. Them stripper poles <laughs> on that Super Bowl mm-hmm. stage. Mm-hmm. Okay. And them young ladies have to get the opportunity to be on the stage at the Super Bowl. They were fantastic. That's dope. Mm-hmm. That's right. So the positive note is simply this, man. A good example. Okay, a good example has twice the value of good advice. Remember that. A good example has twice the value of good advice. That's basically just saying actions speak louder than words. Have a blessed day. Breakfast club, bitches! We all finished or y'all done? Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry, the world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis, mm-hmm. back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame starting May 7th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.